What's up, Internet? You're tuning in episode 38 of the Steam Deck Podcast, Slipscreen Games' weekly podcast all about Valve's portable PC powerhouse, the Steam Deck. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Max Wright. Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy. That's, uh, that's 3.5 ahoys. 3.5, okay. I was like, are you choking? Do, you, do, I, <laughs> do I need to call someone to help you? <laughs> well, I'm you know alive, Max? I'm good. You and you are good, and I want to give you a special shout out because, of course, last week on the show, uh, I was I was not able to make it, and you uh, stepped up and hosted the show, and I think you did a very good job. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's always fun. It's always stressful. It's all, it always feels like it goes twice as fast. So, <laughs> see, and that you know, I think now it's a good it's a good thing now, right? I'm back. Steve's gone. We've got the two real technical yeah, the actual... experts. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to like do the podcast twice by the first going. Now, Steve, the on button, you press it and it turns on, and he goes, "Oh, right. I get it now." And you go, "Yeah, you press the buttons, and it makes the screen go." And he goes, "Oh, okay, I get it now." And then we go, "Right now, remember that when we record." Then he regurgitates it and he sort of messes it all up, and you know, and you know, we can just thing, do like, it. Credit where credits due. He's the face. I get it. He's yep. cute. People like him, but yeah. You know, of course, the the real brains behind the organization, you and I, we're going to hold things down this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And, of course, it is a big week because SteamOS 3.5 is almost here. Nearly. And there are some pretty good updates here, some meaty uh, stuff for us to get through. And uh, I'm... A couple of which I'm I'm pretty excited about. You know, I I think there's there's some stuff here that we've been kind of waiting for for a while, and it's excited to to see it see it make it across the finish line mm-hmm. uh, sooner than later, right? So some folks uh, have already been talking about like the, that they've gotten access to some of the new features that are on the way. There's been some conversation on Reddit. You know, I, there's um, a report over from Steam Deck Gaming that uh, breaks down a lot of this stuff. So, you know, people are already kind of, um, are already seeing this stuff out in the wild. And I, I think it's, you know, we're probably talking a couple of days um, I wouldn't be surprised if by next week we're already able to enjoy it for ourselves. Um, so I think the big one, right, or at least the the one the one you want to step off on is that HDR finally available. Yes, yeah. Now we, we me and Steve spoke uh, last week about because I was quite confused about when when he said, "Oh yeah, HDR is going to be on the Steam Deck," and I thought, or I said to him, I think I assume that this this current screen isn't HDR, and he said, "No, that that's not the case." Um, but so it seems like in this sort of version we now see, it's only in docked mode um, with a HDR compatible display. And it sort of doesn't really maybe hint out that there's like a HDR Steam Deck coming out. It's just like cool in docked mode. You'll be able to to turn on, turn on HDR and enjoy your content yeah. uh, with more vibrant colors. Yeah, which I think is fine, right? Like that was, you know, one of the things um, we talked about with like the docking station during our review, right? Is like that idea of, being able to unlock HDR support with a with an external display using your yeah. Steam Deck. And like that's kind of, you know, I think until we get a, a revision of the the hardware, that's probably the best that we can hope for. Yeah. Um, but that's great. Like that's definitely a big win. I know that's something that Steve especially has been, you know, very vocal about and and frustrated by uh the yeah. fact that it didn't come at launch with the docking station. Um, like I believe they originally told us it would, right? And obviously things oh, I didn't change, know that. but okay. Um, nice, nice to see that that functionality finally come to the device. And um, I the wonder if that... it was already. Sorry, I wonder if it was already in no. the dock. If the dock already supported it, and it's now just been added to SteamOS. Like, I wonder if you were to plug something that was HDR compatible into it, if that would work. I have no idea. I'm sure Steve would know, but yeah, he'd be able to answer that one better than me. Um, 
But uh, one of the things that that you highlighted here as well is that um, because there's also a uh, a brightness slider that's been mm-hmm. added for non HDR uh, supported games, like you do have the ability to play with settings on HDR uh, supported screens. So even if you have a game that doesn't like officially support HDR, if you've got a really nice high quality screen that you can interact with, you do have a little bit more control um to to try to you know benefit those games that don't yep. natively support hdr but that can still you know unlock a little bit more potential in in the visuals so yeah. i think that's that's really cool too you know it's really nice to give us that um ability to you know that's that's the whole thing right is giving yeah, us that yeah. minutia of control now i don't think that it's per game so i don't think you can go into like one game and turn on hdr another game not bother with it because um when you do the brightness slider, uh, steamdeckgaming.net, who I was sort of looking at for some of this information, uh, said that uh, the the menus are affected. The sort of the um, when you're just in the OS, that is also affected by the brightness slider. So it seems like it's just it just works across the board. Uh, so I also don't know if you play with the brightness slider at all. If this content that is HDR, if that's going to be affected by it, or if it just swaps to HDR. But I assume that is the case because it's going to sort of do a different output. But um, but yeah, that, this is this is good. This is like, you know, uh, we always say that the screen is like the the Steam Deck's biggest um, uh, biggest uh, ho- thing holding it back. And there is something a little bit later that um, also uh, affects that. But like, yeah, being able to sort of plug into a, a, a TV and have better colors and just anything to improve that do- that docked experience uh, more so than the handheld experience in some ways is is great. Um, one more reason to sort of want to dock your Steam Deck, really. Yeah, which is nice, right? Because I, I think, you know, the Steam Deck docking station has been an interesting one because I, Steve and I, from the time that we reviewed it, right, have, I think, maintained the position that regardless of the issues that are that exist with it, right, that it, it doesn't necessarily have the best plug-and-play type experience. Yeah. It doesn't play super nice with with Samsung TVs, which are obviously very common. Yeah. Um, it's not without its problems, but I think for the value that you get, right, like with the inclusion of the the second charger, it, it's pretty good bang for your buck. And one of the things that I remember talking about when we put out our, our review, which you can go check out on the channel, um, and then in the weeks later on the podcast as we would chat about it, is I think it's easy to have that mentality about anything when it comes to the steam deck where something doesn't quite meet expectations because this will happen right valve will continue to support it and iterate and make the updates and yeah like maybe hdr wasn't there at launch but it is now right and like that's good you know um so i think even with some of the stuff that you're talking about right like there's still room for improvement i'm sure with all of these systems but like i also have faith that they'll continue to work on it and that the community will continue to work on it and figure out new ways to to you know get us to the place where we want those experiences to be yeah. right and obviously something like the screen right is something we're going to have to wait for a hardware revision for but it is great to have more control to try and eke out whatever slight performance increases that you think are worth putting the time into play with you know yeah and i think quite a few of these things uh that are um happening are, are in this update are things that have been sort of either been like a decky plugin or they've been in the you know people have been trying to do it, or people have been trying to make it work themselves. Um, so yeah, I think it's good to see that Steam is is 
taking these things that are already happening and that they're they're, they're coming on. So, yeah. So I, one of the things that um, I, we're kind of talking around. So why don't we jump to it? Right? Is yeah, sure. one one of the con- you said there's a, another control that is impacting graphics and it is connected to a very popular Decky plugin, uh, and that is of course um, the ability to have like control over saturation right yeah on on decky it was called vibrant deck um and it basically all it really does is just turn up the saturation and when it was sort of put on it was like oh in order to try and emulate like an oled uh, display or like you know the switch oled just to try and get more vibrancy out of it and and you know you could go too far with it but you know just minor tweaks subtle tweaks you could make games look brighter and nicer and, and all that stuff and this is now baked directly into SteamOS. they've they've inputted it uh specifically into the uh, the hardware um and the nice thing is that it also works in dock mode which was a problem yeah. with uh vibrant deck which was that it didn't support um alter, you know um external displays yes yeah when i plugged i was playing donkey kong returns country returns on, on you know the wii version and it um you know it looks great when it was in handheld and when i sort of plugged in this tv i was like oh why does it look as good and it's because i had vibrant deck on and i just didn't notice it and eventually I, I turned it off because i was like oh I'm having like a a worse experience docked than I am in handheld, and that's not what I want. I, I want to have that parity like I have with the Switch, uh, or if anything, the opposite. You know, I'm on the big TV. Let's have a let's have a nicer experience. Otherwise, it's not worth the effort. Um, so yeah, but also unlike um, I was going to say, uh, the the default setting on it is actually makes the screen more vibrant than the standard setting. So where, before, where there was no control over it, unless you had a vibrant deck plugged in, uh, now with this update. The default setting for your uh, saturation makes everything look a little bit nicer anyway. So, <coughs> excuse me. Clearly, they've also been tweaking what's displayed as well as giving you more control over it. They must obviously know that there is an issue and people do want more uh, more punch with the colors and the things that they're seeing sure. on the screen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, again, right, like I love um, that we do see them kind of clearly paying attention to those decky plugins and like you know like obviously there was the boot system was i think one of the more the early very public examples of that right yeah um but but yeah this just speaks to the fact that they clearly look at what the community is doing and if Mm -hmm. they find something like this that they think you know is is really a a quality of life feature worth adding then they work it in you know when they can yeah well one more of those then there's a um there is a, a decky plugin for controlling music that Steve mentioned before. Uh, there is now a setting in Quick Settings. In fact, I updated to the beta channel earlier just to see if any of this sort of stuff was in there. And the only one of these features I have is the music section. Uh, so in the Quick menu, um, along the sort of bottom, there's an icon that's like a little music thing, and you click on it. Uh, and that currently is just a link that you click on, and, and then it lets you browse through the soundtracks that are in your Steam library. Um, but the fact there's a whole tab for it in the quick setting menus means there's clearly some more integration with music coming. Maybe you'll be able to connect to Spotify accounts or um, just have things in the background. So you, while you're playing your games, you can have music. I personally hate this. I hate gaming and listening to podcasts, listening to music or whatever. I like to be listening to what's in the game or sort of like the, the sound effects or, you know, just yeah. having that full experience without having like, um, like when I was younger, whenever I play or listen to hybrid theory i now think about um legacy of kane soul reaver and i that's that's always linked for me and i don't want that if i finish a game i don't want to be like oh yeah it really reminds me of a band and then let's say something happens with that band in the future and then the games are ruined you know i'd rather just have them be separate yeah but um but yeah this is interesting people do 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 like to have that they like to put on their like their grinding games or they like to have like their 
min max at their task manager games, sure. you know, like football manager and stuff, and they like to have their own soundtracks. And yeah, I mean, it's just more choice, isn't it? And um, hey, maybe it'll be like the new iPod where you just carry a huge Steam Deck in your pocket to listen to music. I would love I that. Yeah, I used to use my PSP as an MP3 player, and that's how old I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're dating well, ourselves remember, a bit with that one. But <laughs> do you remember when uh, when Smash Brothers came out and you could have the music? There was a music where you could turn the screen off. And I was yes. like, who's who's walking around listening to Smash Brothers music like with the screen? Like, why don't you play the game? Surely if you're moving around, you can put your switch in your pocket. I don't know. Sometimes Again, you just gotta jam out to it though, you know? Well, exactly. Yeah, it depends on the song. There are some bops on that, so it's true. It is true. <laughs> and uh yeah, I, I feel yeah, like I'm generally more that type where like I wanna kind of be immersed in the game that I'm playing, but um, Steve and I often talk about what we call TV games, right? Which are games mm-hmm. that are perfect to play with the sound off while you're watching something, you know, or your partner's watching something or whatever, right? And you're kind of like half dialed in. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I think there are situations where that comes up for me where I'm like, if I'm playing a game I've played a million times before. Or I'm chatting yeah, with friends yeah. or whatever, right? Like, it's nice to have that that option if there is something like, you know, maybe you're really into a certain puzzle game but like you're sick of the music or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want to listen to whatever album I'm into right now and chip away or play some Tetris or whatever, right? Like, you know, more control is always a good thing, right? On the subject of TV games, do you have game TV where you, there is there are TV shows, you're like, I want to play some games in handheld mode, but I don't want to commit to it on the TV. So I'm going to put some, some TV on in the background. So like, I know that sometimes if I'm playing something really, really mundane, um, I will put the TV on. I won't do music, but I will just have the TV on in the background sometimes. And I like, think like there are some shows like specifically Seinfeld and Frasier that I just have on in the background while I'm like, like yeah, totally say, you know, doing something totally. mundane. Oh, so um, you're saying like, what are the shows I put on when yeah, I'm doing yeah. that? So instead of, instead oh, yeah. of TV games, what game TV what the, do you have? I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say it's similar, right? Like something like, like a Seinfeld is a good one. Cause it's like, it's a show I've seen multiple times. Yeah. I would say usually one of my go-tos is Bob's burgers. Cause that's yeah. like, probably my favorite i mean not even probably it's my favorite show on tv right now and mm-hmm. it's my wife's favorite show so it's like an easy one to be like hey like pop this on i've seen it a dozen times i'll still get a laugh whatever right um i know steve like the office is a big one for him yeah, yeah. um i think a Just lot of like, those types um, of shows stuff you've seen that you yeah. don't actually have to pay attention to but every now and again you look yeah. up and go oh yeah, yeah i have like it's always time in philadelphia is one of those for me or let's just so yeah many... that's an easy one or like yeah. parks and rec is one i go back yeah. to a lot yeah. you know stuff, stuff like that where it's you like no in and out that's just it's just comfort like it's just mm-hmm. it's just company while you're playing your games sometimes let's say like yeah you know, you're not with anyone at the time or whatever community is another one for me yeah. um historically i would say futurama but it's been quite a few years since i did a rewatch of that um mm-hmm. so there's it's it's like it's like you said it's the old favorites right it's, yeah, it's the yeah. hits. you know we'll go back and throw that on and it's like i was doing all that, that with like vampire survivor last year right yes it's that's like, exactly the game that I'm, i was perfect. thinking of earlier when i was saying like mundane but not that i thought the game was mundane but it's just like i know what's going on here and there's a certain point in the game just plays itself and i'm just walking around and like i'm yeah. barely involved so let's just have marvel snap another one for me like yeah. that where like yeah, I always yeah let me jam snap. through a couple it's games while well, i got something yeah it's an easy yeah, one yeah. Easy we're one. We're, we're getting there we're getting there um it does however affect my performance with certain games so let's go back to something else in steam os 3.5 which is that the performance overlay when you um go into the quick menu and you can turn on like fps just the fps in the top corner or you can have more information along the top i know that um i don't know how people play full games with it on i've definitely seen people that like care enough about 
the performance of the game they're currently playing that they will have it running constantly like i find it too distracting i, also, I find that to be in, like such an insane way to play a video yeah, game because it's like how like and like not ever right because it's like obviously there's like purpose for it like something like mm -hmm. a digital foundry or whatever where like oh, you're yeah. trying to prove something but folks who just have it on to have it on it's like you're gonna notice if the if it's dropping frames. Yeah, you need to know yeah. exactly how many it is. Like I will have sometimes have the frame counter in the top to identify problems. If I'm like, okay, like what's going on here? What's wrong with the game? And I'll be like, oh, okay, I can see there's an error here or whatever. Like, you know, less Yeah, sure. If, if you're trying game, to like trying optimize to performance. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to get the settings right. I'm like, okay, cool, what's the frame rate doing right now? Cool. But there's no reason there's no need to have like the whole thing up at the top. Anyway, I digress. It's it, it's basically the same as it was before they have added uh, they've sort of changed a couple of things around they've changed the name of fps from like game score just to fps now i don't know what game score even was really um they've added a new metric though which is the only sort of major change and it's a vram metric a vram performance now i don't know if you remember uh we spoke about a couple of days ago about how jedi survivor uh needed 24 gigabytes of vram or, or something like that before it was patched and it was like you know you had to like sli to 2080s to get like or 1080s to get full performance out of it something ridiculous like that i don't know um so you'd be able to see exactly how like not fun jedi survivor is for you exactly how poorly it's performing for you on your steam date because you can see exactly how much vram is being used which you get to intimately sure... understand the ways in which it's failing you exactly exactly and i think <laughs> that a lot of games actually include this when you go into the settings and you you change some of the settings around um it tells you that generally like how much vram that's going to use and you can say okay i've got this much vram uh, this game's going to use this much VRAM. You can okay, okay, I'll, I'll tweak it up a little bit. I'll get it as close to it as I want to. Okay, no, I want great performance. I'm going to whack it all down. But it's nice to have that sort of little extra thing, I guess, if it's just one extra little metric for you to check yourself. So, um, yeah, that's not a huge change. Just a little, little something there. It's so funny. Um, the <laughs> You mentioned this, and I, I saw somebody on the subreddit earlier today when I was like putting putting some of the stories together for the show. And they were saying that they had turned this off. And they're like, oh, I'm noticing that, like, my performance is better without without the performance monitoring on. And I was like, that's not a very useful uh, tool, then, is it? <laughs> so, I mean, I, mean, yeah, I guess you could be right. I guess maybe it could be. It's a process, right? Um, yeah, 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 right. That is, that is funny. Like, who, who watches the watch? If you're trying to play, like, a really intensive game, it's like, oh, yeah. that, that little bit of extra headroom, you, you know, yeah, might, yeah, yeah. might help you out. I've, I've become the very thing I hate, which is poor performance. <laughs> um shall I, I see us home here with this last bit then pete yeah yeah yeah. so the final new thing that uh is is in this update is there's been a new scaling option spotted uh alongside so you know before you could go to scaling there was like normal bilinear fsr um and that was like i don't know the specifics of it i think i, I know what fsr is fsr is it sort of like has it at a smaller resolution it, it renders the game at a lower resolution and then um up up reses what's what upscales upscales thank you upscales that to the native resolution and you're supposed to be able to get better performance out of that um because you know it's not running the game at the full resolution now the fsr that's built into the steam deck is different to fsr 2.0 or nvidia's version which is dlss which is in um sort of built into games so a game will have support fsr 2.0 uh and you'll be able to in the game set it on and it will automatically do all the jigging for you it'll change all the things make everything smaller make make all like the resolution smaller uh, or lower sorry and then upscale it in a way that looks nice and you know because it's, it's very powerful um fsr 
D- DLSS specifically, I remember uh, when Death Stranding came out on PC and people were like, the performance on this game is amazing because you can use DLSS to really get the most out of it. And people saying, this is the kind of technology the Switch needs, you know, where instead of having to run a game at 570p because the game won't run, you just you render it at 570p, but you display it at, at 720p and you might be able to get some extra performance out of it. Um, it, work, so, it works pretty well, you know, and like that's, yeah. that's something that... Um, has been used for for quite some time, right? Like that was even something that was used in some of the. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, folks at home, but I believe that was the the case um, with uh, the Xbox 360 even mm-hmm. back then, right? Because the original version, right, didn't support true 1080. It was the 720 upscale, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, if it works, it works. Oh, absolutely. You know, you yeah. don't notice it. And it's just coming in leaps and bounds. So the one that's on the Steam Deck already isn't that. It's just standard FSR, which is. It, it no matter what the game is it doesn't do it at like a proper like inside the game the game is working to do it for you it just renders it lower upscales it right that's fsr um so where i'm going with this is the new scaling option that's alongside that is nis which is nvidia image scaling which is a, a, a new different um type of, of scaling um it's not going to be as powerful as dlss because it's not per game uh, but it's a new option, really. Sadly, there's not much information out there that I've seen about how well this performs. If it's better than FSR, what the sort of the, why would you use it, the Nvidia one over FSR? Is it even just in like a, a, a beta right now, or it's just in like a preview build, and it's never actually going to make it to 3.5? Um, but people are people are using 3.5 now, as we've seen before. So it's a good chance it's in there, but we don't necessarily know exactly how it is. But but hopefully there'll be some more testing. We'll be able to have some more information out for you before. 3.5 hits so that when you do want to try these these options out you'll be able to uh to try and get the best performance you can um interestingly I, on I, the topic oh sorry go on. i was gonna just say um on the subject of this I, I don't know if i'm talking out of my ass here right but like i'm i'm wondering if the purpose of this is is similar to um the brightness slider that we talked or talked about earlier right where it's like yeah like a native fsr like that's built in game is going to be better and more effective mm-hmm. but if you have something that doesn't support that, then you can use this other system. Yeah. And, right? Yeah, we, like but, that's, but, that's but, what well, it sounds like. Well, the standard FSR does that. Um, that's what the standard... Because in the, in the settings of the Steam Deck, you can and turn that's on base. FSR. That doesn't need to be supported in-game? No, no, that just that just works for any game. Okay. You can, yeah, yeah, any okay. game does it. It's Yeah, FSR 2.0, I think even, even FSR 1.0, I think actually is, is also the same sort of thing. That has to be built into the game. Um, okay. And you go into the game settings and change it, whereas this works on like emulated games as well. You know, you can turn it on and it will sort of change. Oh. I have it on just all the time um, because sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll turn it off and go, oh, yeah, why is this on? And go, okay, actually, I preferred how it looks before. Um, I just forget to turn it off sometimes as well. So, so yeah. So this is like, yeah, it's just like I a guess, second option. I guess that's part of like the experience I had emulating like PS2 games and seeing mm-hmm. like, oh, this actually just runs better than it did on the native hardware. It, yeah, that's must be the process that I'm experiencing there. So yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Okay, so that's interesting. Yeah, I'd love to learn more about this and what the what the use case is for it. Mm-hmm. That's unique. Oh and, like, yeah, why, why would you need two options for it? Because um, obviously sure... there's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's a, there's something that. You know, FSR is not addressing that this is obviously going to circumvent that in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just options. Or it could even be, I don't know if there's anything like, if your screen supports um, V-Sync, not G-Sync. I think I've got that the right way around. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right I mean, may, yeah. Like, maybe, maybe this has to do with external displays yeah. and that like, this is like a more that, yeah, it's interesting. I, I'd, like to, I'd love to learn more about it. I hope, I hope more comes out by the time yeah. uh, next week rolls around so we can, we can talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully by the time 3.5 actually hits stable and everyone has it, um, people will have messed around with it in preview and in beta and, you know, it might not even make it stable, but if it does, we'll have information for you then. So, um, so yeah, the only omission from this this list is something that the only thing that Steve's ever mentioned about 3.5 in the last like month Shin Megami Tensei. Shin Megami Tensei with SMT. Uh, something multi-threading. Uh, he'll have to he's gonna hate if he does listen back to this, which I know he doesn't listen to. Surface. Yeah, he doesn't listen back. He doesn't, he doesn't listen know. back to he doesn't listen to his, the shows he's not on. He listens to the shows that he is on, it's not the ones that he's not on. Um, just, but he skips past when we talk. He just wants to hear his yeah, own yeah, voice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um yeah, SMT was the uh it was a way of so in, in uh, power tools in Decky, you could turn down the number of sort of threads or cores that are active at any one time, and you get better performance. If a game uses less cores, you could turn that down and you would get better performance. Uh, SMT does that automatically, as far as I know. And Steve's been talking about this for weeks, but it might still be in there. But in my research, and specifically in this this sort of rundown that Steam Deck Gaming had of the stuff that they've used, doesn't seem to mention SMT. It could be this is just something in the background that happens without you turning it off or on. It just does it automatically just to get the best performance. But I do feel like it would be odd, especially considering, one, it's a PC, and two, the amount of control you do have over things, that there's not a toggle for SMT. Um, it's simultaneous multi-threading. That simultaneous. was what it stands for. I was close. It is a, um, a technique that allows multiple different threads to run concurrently on the same CPU to improve the overall performance of the CPU. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. Thanks, um, SteamDeckHQ.com. <laughs> You've you've saved my ass there, um, but yeah, there's uh, it's just not here. So it could be that it's still coming and people just haven't seen it, or it could be that it was taken out, or it could be that it still needs some more work or so- something like I, that. Who knows? And you know, I this to me feels a little bit reminiscent of what I just talked about with the Steam Deck a docking station, where it's like prior to release, they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna have HDR support and this mm-hmm. and that, and then it comes out and they're like, later though. That it'll, yeah, 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 like it'll happen, but not. There now. was an asterisk you uh, just couldn't see. There was a white asterisk. On yeah, the white yeah, no, we never, we yeah, we didn't say it was going to be like right away. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, it feels kind of like that where it's like I'm sure it's still coming. Like I'm, you know, they they promised it. I believe them that it will come. But oh yeah, yeah, it's just, just a matter of like, odd. I this is like if I'm having an argument with like uh, a partner, right, and I'm like a gaslighting Peter shit or something, or you know, and Steve's been saying. SMTST, and I'm like, I just think it's funny how you said there was SMT coming. Like, I'm fine, Steve. It's absolutely fine. I just think it's funny how I just think it's no, really there's interesting. No yeah, I just think it's interesting how you mentioned SMTs all the time. It's just not here. Like, I just think that's really funny and really interesting. I think not that I'm upset or anything. I just it's just funny, isn't it, really, Steve, that you said that? I know you don't listen to this, Steve. Where the fuck is the SMT? You, I know you specifically work on the student. Where the fuck is it? Here's what I need. Here's what I need from you, the listener, is clip that out and send it to Steve so we know that he watched it. But okay? like spam the only way. Steve at flipscreen.games. Uh, I'll give you his home address in the comments. Uh, send it to him. <laughs> Go on Mastodon. That's where he's Mastodon. at. Mastodon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't tweet him anymore. Um, you can. I just don't know if he'll see him. <laughs> no, he probably won't. He'll see them the next time I make him go on Twitter to tweet something. <laughs> go go to the bakery he works at because he's always posting pictures of bread. I assume he works at a bakery, right? Go to take to the streets and ask Steve where SMT is. Take to the streets. 
Oh, my gosh. Speaking of uh, taking to the streets, I think it's time to take us into our next segment here. Uh, unless you've got any closing thoughts on uh, the Steam OS 3.5 update. Uh, no, I was hoping to have more closing thoughts because I was hoping to be able to access it because originally I thought it was already out and I went in and had a look. I updated and it's not there. So no closing thoughts. Look forward to Better luck Steve... next week. Yeah, look forward to seeing what Steve has next week on some of these things i look forward to maybe he maybe i'll make him listen to this section so he can at least correct me on all the things i've got wrong here um oh yeah also i'm not a scientist i don't hold me accountable to anything uh listeners thank you i'm just a pot i'm just a simple small town <laughs> podcaster just a, i'm just a face and a voice please <laughs> uh but you can't you can't claim to be the number one tastemaker and not and not know this stuff oh, man. i can have taste i don't need to know to have taste that's just a feeling that's a vibe that's just that's just good opinion. I'm a know. vibe expert, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of vibe experts, our Patreon producers for the month of April are nothing but vibe experts. And of course, they are Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, aka Sobe, Snackago, Ty the Dude, and Wakahula. Thank you all so much for your support over on patreon.com slash flipscreen games. You're all the real to the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all of our sister shows if you want to be a vibe tastemaker just like them head over to patreon.com slash flip screen games where you can show your support get some good perks and goodies including early access to the show preferential treatment with getting your questions read and all kinds of good stuff and of course more more importantly than any of that you help us keep the mics on you help us keep the lights on you help us keep doing what we're doing here at flip screen games and of course we greatly appreciate you but if you don't have any money to toss our way, guess what? There's a bunch of ways that you can get involved and show your support that will not cost you a pretty penny. You head over to flipscreen.games and you can find links to every one of them. You can keep the conversation rolling over on the Discord. You can write into the show with our email address, questions at flipscreen.games if you want to get involved with the question block. However you choose to show your support or get involved with the show, we greatly appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. We've got a lot more show ahead of us, but before that, let me give you a word from our... Uh, mm. Try that one again, Come Max. On. Try that one again. But before that, let me give you a word from our sponsors over at Manscaped. Support for the Steam Deck Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your brand new goodies. Join the over 7 million men and roughly 14 million balls worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for our listeners. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code STEAMDECK at manscaped.com. We've all been there. You've got a big date coming up and you want your balls feeling as fresh and aerodynamic as possible. With my old buzzer, I was only one slip of the hand away from disaster. Now, thanks to Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0, I can keep my downstairs hairs neat and tidy without fear. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and even has a 4000K LED spotlight for when you need a more precise shave. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping today with the code STEAMDECK when you check out at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code STEAMDECK. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Nailed it that time. Nailed it.
Perfect. You know, you know, they can't. Not every shot's gonna fall, but nine times out of ten, your boy's got it. You know it. So we're 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 back. We're gonna jump into this. We got a follow up from last week's show uh, where you guys. You and Steve finally got into it and answered a question from a I member was, of the community. Shh. Go ahead. I was desperate to talk about this. I was I was chomping, champing at the bit. Sorry, I was like ravenous to to talk about this. Um, yeah, it was the, it was a solid two or three weeks where we're like we have our list, oh, yeah. we're ready to go, you know. And finally, we got yeah. to it. We talked about uh, Shitty Foo's question from last week, talking about um, kind of what are what are great games to pick up on Steam Deck that are not available on Switch, right? Um, and trying to kind of fill in that library because uh, Shifu had been saying that, you know, like verging on buyer's remorse, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, what am I doing on this thing? I need, I need more time to spend on it. So uh, Shifu wrote with a reply to that segment as well as a new question for this week. So they wrote it and said, thanks heaps for answering my question. Much appreciated. The value of my Steam wish list is now extra intimidating. You got a whole new problem now. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad that we could uh, ruin your life and ruin your bank account, but also give you lots to look forward to, you know, lots of things to play. Absolutely. And if anyone else listened to any of those predictions, went out and played those games, tell us what you think of them. We, we'd like to hear the one that I am the number one tastemaker. We'd like confirmation on that. But also we'd like to know that you're sort of, you know, getting some value out of this show by enjoying the games that we tell you to play. So, you know, I think, I think that, you know what, Max, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, cause we already, we already have, uh, of course, you know, the, the, Right now, right the the seminal award, the Embassy Trophy mm-hmm. here uh, for you our predictions and game. You printed yourself, and you had made yourself, and you paid for it. I mean, I didn't. The company paid for it. I don't know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. It was mm-hmm. it was the your Patreon dollars made this happen. Um, so my question is, how do we? Well, I think we got to find a way to test who's the best tastemaker. Who's the who's the number do, one tastemaker? We do some kind of poll at the end of the year of the community. How many games did you play based on our recommendations? And maybe we get a second trophy. We get another we get another one in, in competition. I think maybe, that would be pretty cool. Maybe we need to change it to something else because if I lose that, I'm not not calling myself the number one tastemaker anymore. I have to always be that. So maybe we can just maybe we can call it like influencer of the year. I mean the maybe but I, games I feel influencer like, of 2023. I feel like it would be pretty cool if you had to defend the title. You gotta, you gotta put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> right, I believe you can yeah. do it, Max. I believe, I believe you can. I, I believe you can. You know, I'm the only can one you beat me in, God in predictions. I don't know. I don't think year. so. Well, maybe not. But, but I'm the only one who so. played Elden but Ring and get, get God of War last year. No one else you did. did. You did. Scared. Right? Exactly. You were the only one that played our two most. You know, I'm just saying. You got, you got it. You got something, kid. And I feel like, you know, it's time to introduce some more. We need maybe, maybe it's a belt. Maybe it's another trophy. I don't know. But I, you know. We need more accolades. Always do with a new belt. Trousers falling down all the time. From all the from all the the games I've got in my pockets, you know. I think unfortunately, technically, it's more of a cummerbund because it wouldn't really keep your pants up. So we I could get. I'll just get you a belt if you need. Could one, always but. do with a girdle. Could always do with a girdle to keep the gut in while I'm playing my games. You know. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I could see with the <laughs> continued on to say also i thought i'd grown out of being terrified by resident evil i have not i I'm think curious uh, about you... what sorry go on no no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i'm curious about what specifically what game was played that that made them just immediately terrified by our, our resident evil again like how I, many I'm... did you suggest was it two four, or it was two two okay. three two three seven uh and village so four games so any one of those could have been the one um they're all pretty scary 
Oh yeah. Well, I think in, I think if you're talking about like just if you just played the intro and you were like, I don't want to play that anymore. That that sounds like uh, that sounds like seven to me because it has like most like. Ooh, but, oh yeah, uh, that intro is so mm-hmm. it's so unsettling. <laughs> yeah, whereas lot. like there's a lot more like here's the characters, here's the story in the other games. Uh, whereas this is very, it's very much like what's going on? You know, we're rebooting everything. But yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? So I interrupted you. Before, no, 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 you're good. Um, I was gonna just say, uh, I, I, I obviously I, I missed last week's show, so mm-hmm. I would love to just briefly touch on this uh, to get a couple of contenders in, in case y'all didn't hit them. Right. Um, I'm assuming you hit a lot of the stuff I want to talk about though, because I think for me, right, like the, I think there's three use cases to answer this specific question, right? Of like, mm-hmm. what are the games you want to play on Steam Deck that you can't play? on nintendo switch and i think um rather than like getting into individual games for me it's categories of games right it's hot indies that are not yet out on Mm -hmm. the nintendo switch is the number one right for me last year if you need some recommendations um some of these games have come to switch but at the time they weren't uh cult of the lamb was a big one for me really really at home on steam deck even now on the Switch, hasn't performed very well, from, from my best understanding. Interesting. So, okay. Well, right. it works great on Steam Deck, so that's a great one. Yeah. Roller Drome, another one that was yeah. a lot of fun. Really loved it. Um, you know, I think I think that kind of experience really lends itself to mm-hmm. Steam Deck. Um, I think, obviously, the other kind of big category is, like, big AAA games that you would never see on on switch whether it's you know because they can't play or because like licensing isn't going to come together the way that you know you want it to um stuff like elden ring obviously mm-hmm. is, is a huge Big one um but i i think you know shout outs of course to uh all the the sony games last of us part one notwithstanding uh those games yeah. all run really well steve yeah. has sung the praises of like days gone and um uh what what's the i'm blanking on um Hideo Kojima and Norman Reedus's Death, Death Stranding. I mentioned Death, earlier. Death Stranding. And, uh, yeah, right, there, there of course. Is, neither of us mentioned those games, but yeah, there's a lot to be said about uh, yeah, those PlayStation games. These games that that are on PC, you know, because it is a PC. That's what you got to remember about the Steam Deck sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, right. And it's like you know, those were two games that I know Steve really loved playing on PS4. Something like Spider Man, right, runs really well. Miles Morales, mm-hmm. God of War. These are great games, and whether you've not played them because you're not a PlayStation gamer or, you know, maybe you played them a couple of years ago and you'd love to try them again in handheld and chip away at them in like a, a more casual way. I think those games are really, really right at home, you know? And I think those kinds of experiences um, are surprisingly good on, on Steam Deck. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some of those games when we get to the top 20 games that were played uh, in May. A lot of, a lot of really good entries on that Spoilers. list. So. Yeah, spoilers for the next segment. Um, but I, the last thing I want to highlight is, of course, it's it's classics, it's retro games, right? Yeah. I think the Steam Deck is the best emulator that's ever existed, and I stand by that. Um, I've been emulating games since I was thirteen, right? Maybe a little younger, maybe twelve, and you know, I <laughs> I've hacked a lot of consoles to play emulators. I've bought, you know some of the mini stuff and played with that. Like I, I've done it on the PC with like, you know, um, like library organizers and, and like mm-hmm. I, I've gone through a lot of different iterations of it. I've never had a device that was as easily set up 
and that had mm -hmm. the perfect plug and play experience that I, like you don't need to fuck with save states yeah. you don't need to mess with settings like and you can and you can get more out of those things if you want but if you just want to play retro games as if they were natively on a piece of hardware what a novel fucking concept in 2023 the steam deck is the best it's truly yeah. the best and it's powerful enough that you can play generations that you wouldn't have never been able to play before on handheld devices you know um well unless you, ha you have have the more expensive ones from before like the gpd win and stuff like that but yeah right. to have a device that is so easy to just like cool here's all the emulators at once i'm just going to drop drop all the files i need in i can now be playing these games and i don't have to mess with anything change any controls i just play fantastic emulation device i think i said last week i think i mentioned emulation but not not retro stuff i was i said more like um not like that retro i was saying more like ps3 era uh maybe sure. ps2 era those kind of games that you you can't really play elsewhere anymore um those are perfect on the steam deck um yeah yeah i mean like i've, I've played a lot of games like that right like when when uh we were first getting into the steam deck like i replayed tony hawk's underground one of my favorite games of all time which will probably not ever get a re-release now right um I, maybe maybe we'll see what happens with this abk uh acquisition but um that's one that like i've been dying for that for ages right of like i love that game i love the soundtrack i love the story like there there's so much there that i was excited to get back to and it's like it just works and it runs better than it did then right and there's no load times the fps is stable and it, it's great it's a great experience and you know, I think that extends to like a lot of the pixel stuff that I've played there. The display on the Steam Deck for as you know as much as the screen could be better. Like playing Game Boy, Game Boy Advance games, they look perfect. They look great. You know, and um, I you know I I'm I I don't want to spoil this, but I guess I will. Um, I am in the process of like getting into CRTs a little bit, and like I'm gonna cook up a tutorial on like how to set your steam deck up to play retro games on a crt and like get that more like classic like pixel perfect representation of you know something like a like a final fantasy 7 or something like that you know and it, it, it's just such a powerful versatile machine in that way and i think like i've been impressed by how easy it is to play multiplayer games because that was always a tough thing with emulators is like how do you connect multiple controllers to your pc and yeah. is it going to manage them well and you know, then you got to map everything and it, it gets messy and it was never easy. It was never seamless and plug and play. This is right. Like I I've played melee on, uh, on the steam deck and it's, it's a great experience. It's yeah. awesome. You know, you have, you have um, so many extra plugs, don't you? I guess. Um, yeah. With, with this, you know, you can plug it into the dock and you've got like three USBs, four USBs or whatever it is. So easy. Yeah. Perfect. And then, I mean, uh, the other thing is, like, I've been getting into ROM hacks a lot in the last mm -hmm. year or so. And, like, those are things that I've I've never really played with that much because I just generally, you know, it's not as fun to play a Game Boy game on a PC as it is yeah. on, a, on a dedicated device. It just isn't. Yeah. It's so, made like, to feel in your hands, right? Yeah. It's a console. It feels like a console, right? And it, there's the coziness of a small screen where a old game that's small displays better, you know? Um, and like, I, I played through Pokemon Reticle Red, you know, last year and I had a lot of fun with that. Um, I've been playing Pokemon, uh, Blue Kaizo right now, which I'm adoring and it's just such a great experience, you know? And I, uh, I think, you know, we had a whole conversation in the PlayStation channel recently because one of the, one of our, um, Patreon producers, Earth Visitor picked up a PlayStation one and was like, 
you know, let me get some old games. Like I want to get into this library. Like for anybody who, you know, is of, of any age, right? Whatever age you are, there's generations of game, unless I guess you're Steve's dad. Uh, there's generations of video games that you weren't around for that you don't know, right? And like being able to go back and experience those and not just play the hits, like not just yeah. play the big famous stuff, but be like, yeah, like let me get into this goofy licensed game that I remember from when I could play Space Jam on the PS1, yeah. which I loved as a kid. And like, is it a great game? Maybe not, but I, no. I liked it and it was no, fun no, to go back fun. to. But like, yeah. That's fun, you know, like, yeah. and you don't, you're not going to get that experience uh, as consistently on these other platforms because it's like the weird, goofy license stuff or the stuff from smaller publishers and devs. Like, it's just not going to come to the platforms, you know? I sat down for two hours a couple of weeks ago and I just played Peggle on my Steam Deck. I played fucking Peggle for two hours. Hell yeah. And I had a fucking great time. A friend of mine was like, oh, look, I've got Peggle on my phone. I've got an APK of the old mobile version. And like, it was fucked up and the sound didn't work. And I was like, all right, cool. Opened up my Steam Deck. Obviously, I already had it installed. Booted up Peggle, and I was just like, bang, here's like a better experience. I'm playing Peggle now, bro. Whatever. Fuck you. And it was great, and I enjoyed it, and I couldn't do that anywhere else. Well, apparently, a Peggle 2 exists. So I found out this weekend, Peggle 2 is you like an Xbox, and, Xbox and PlayStation exclusive. So I've never seen it because I've never yeah. owned those systems when it was, was out. Did not know it existed. Peggle 2. How the fuck do I get to play that? I can't play it. What a time impossible. to be alive. I know. That's what we need to get. Campaign for Peggle. Take to the streets. <laughs> don't know what... <laughs> Take to the streets. Peggle the 2 street. on Steam Deck. Peggle 2 on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully that's helpful to you, Shinifu. I know you've got a ton of games on your list already, but, you know, if you want to add some more options to your list, that's those are those are my use cases for the Steam Deck. That's, mm-hmm. that's where I get the most of my mileage these days. Um, oh, and I'll say this, just because I'm assuming that neither of you did last week. Persona 5 Royal. Persona yeah, 5 Royal is one of the best games on Steam Deck by a country fucking mile. That game runs buttery smooth on Steam Deck. So if you're at all interested in a big, meaty, you know, JRPG that's got some you know, great story and good life sim stuff, all that, all that, you know, if you've ever thought about taking the plunge on Persona, I don't think there's a better place to play those games than on Steam Deck. That's for sure. But that wasn't all. Shidifu also said, I think you've sort of addressed this in the past, but I do have a question for Max. Do you have any experience running non-Steam games with the DXVK async or the more recent GPL launch commands? And would you recommend them? Also, can we assume that by utilizing GPL by default with the new drivers, we should see reduced stutter in non-Steam games? Or would the availability of pre-cast shaders for non-Steam games still be an amazing thing if feasible? Okay, so I read this question and I decided to do the proper research. You know, I I went to the books, you know, I, I, I hit Google. I was like trying to see what it was that, uh, so I could answer this question properly. I have no fucking idea, man, uh, what any of this means. I'm sorry. I, I don't know if you confused me with Steve, the actual, which I know we, I know we, we say a lot that we're the real experts and technically that is still true. None of these words that you've used here have entered my brain and, and triggered anything or tingled anything. Like, no, this doesn't mean anything to me, unfortunately. Um, what I will do is I have a feeling question. Steve will be yeah, able yeah, yeah. to answer this. So what we'll save it we'll for, save next for next week. When Pete's not here and it's just me and Steve, and then Steve can explain to me, an idiot, what this means, and then I can explain it to you as if I'm not an idiot, pretending I'm, pretending I'm not an idiot, uh, and then you'll go, what a fucking idiot. Uh, obviously, you already know what this means anyway. 
but um because you've asked the question but yeah sorry i i don't have a clue what these words mean and uh, I, I really <laughs> was like i was like all right cool let's 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 see if i can do this and i was just like nah this is beyond me um like i'm not gonna tell... show my whole ass answering this question <laughs> yeah yeah I, I can i can tell you how to enter the bios by holding down like minus or the minus minus button when you turn on the i don't fucking know um but yeah i appreciate the question i appreciate that you wrote in and asked us something uh i just i'm afraid that without steve here to be my uh eyes ears mouth brain everything else i can't do anything about it i'm really sorry shitty food but um yeah tune in we'll next, week next week for when steve answers that question <laughs> yeah keep it keep it tuned so we're going to close things out uh, with an update uh, from the official Steam Deck Twitter account at On Deck, and they released as they do every, as they are wont to do every love month. It. They love it. They threw out their top twenty games in terms of playtime, sort, mm-hmm. sorted by playtime on Steam Deck, uh, and it's. I think it's a. I, I'm always interested in this list because I think month to month it doesn't always change much. But it's always interesting. It it does when you watch it over time, though. And I think that's what's interesting about it. Because the last time we looked at it, right, Witcher 3 was one of the top games. And it's like you look at it now and it's like like working its way down to the bottom of the list. You know, I don't know if I just wasn't here for a period of time. But I feel like the the last time we looked at this, I might have missed this, was uh when we looked at the year we looked at the, ho- the whole year and i was guessing the top of the year because it was steam deck's first birthday right and you yes, ha- played a game that. with me and i did a little bit of guessing right um and i feel like good. i felt like i did all right yeah. but i feel like looking at this list not not much has really changed like even things like brotato that i'm pretty sure was on the original list that i hadn't heard of that, I, that it's odd to still see that here not because I, mean, I am the tastemaker but not because i'm the be all and end all uh of of what games there are i just feel like there's so many games on here. There's so many games that come out all the time, and so many games, so many conversations about games that happen. None of them are about Potato, which I think I just think it's interesting that that's like one of the most popular games on the Steam Deck, or seemingly for a lot of the last year and still this month now. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it is it is funny, and I, I feel like um, it's interesting because I think like in a two to three month period, you probably see the same games. You just start to see them cycle as like, mm-hmm. cause, and it's interesting. Cause like there'll be art. I say artificial, but like there will be these kind of things that create bumps for games, right? Like Witcher like three sales and stuff. Sales is a great one, right? Like mm-hmm. Skyrim uh, is near the bottom of this list again. Right. Whereas like it was near the top. I want to say last month. Cause there had been a big sale. Uh, obviously, Witcher Three like got its big update that made it jump to the top of the list. Red Dead Redemption Two, right, was a game that did not run on Steam Deck, and then it got a patch that made it work, and then now it's been in the top five every month. So it's it's kind of funny, right? Because another game that's been on the list for a really long time since it came to Steam, Persona Five Royal, and it's now the nineteenth game on the list. Like you can see, people are probably finishing it and moving on to something else, and it probably won't come back until there is maybe a big sale or another push or whatever right um so it's interesting because it's like you know maybe next month right like maybe they finally patch the last of us enough that it works and then that jumps to the top of the list or jedi survivor jumps to the top of the list because it finally Mm -hmm. works and so it's i think it's worth going through and just touching base on these uh a little bit and if anything sticks out you know so this is the top 20 in in order as it stands um vampire survivors strong number one for quite some time time now 
Elden Ring, same deal. Strong number two for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, I think it's similarly sat around that space since, you know, it's one of the newer games this year. Uh, Stardew Valley at number four, Old Reliable, that makes sense. Resident Evil oh, 4, again, hot game, makes sense, right? We just had the remake. Red Dead Redemption 2, again, had a big uh, update that let it become playable within the last few months. Probably a lot of people still chipping away at it for the first time or maybe their second playthrough here on Steam Deck. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 is the next one. Cyberpunk 2077, another one, right? Uh, had a big update and jumped, right? Became one of the most, most played games for a while. Uh, Dredge, Hades, No Man's Sky, uh, Binding of Isaac, Rebirth, Potato, Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, The Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim Special Edition, Monster Hunter Rise, Fallout 4, Slay the Spire, Persona 5 Royal, and Dead Cells. It's interesting that you games. mentioned earlier when you mentioned how Jedi, uh, Jedi Survivor might make a showing sort of next month or a couple of months. It's interesting how Jedi Fallen Order hasn't sort of crept up in the list in the lead up to uh, the new game coming out. I've, I've just had you a quick think, right? It's there. You'd think like as a, the, the game starts to come out, people are going to go, okay, I'll, I'll play the, the previous one. Um, yeah. Especially considering it came back to being uh, playable on the, the deck in the last couple of months. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you'd think. But I, I, it's one of those interesting things where it's like, I, I feel like that can kind of be a double-edged sword, right? Because sometimes people are like, oh, I want to replay it so I can like get the story fresh in my mind and like be ready to jump back in. But I think you also see sometimes people go the opposite direction where like Steve and I talked ourselves out of replaying Breath of the Wild the last three years because we've like, well, surely Breath of the Wild 2 is coming, right? And then yeah, now yeah, Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Surely Tears of the Kingdom is coming out this year or next year, right? So like, I don't want to replay it now. I, I want to mm -hmm. be hungry for it when it comes out, right? I can see that. And it's not a short game either, you know? But you'd think. I wonder, think. you know what? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe this month you see it go up a little bit because maybe people started playing it, you know. Yeah, maybe. And it's like, it's May, yeah. today, right? As of this recording, today's May the 4th, right? Star Wars Day. Maybe people are in kind of a Star Wars mood. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe people are playing it on console, right? Because it's historically run better on console, right? Like, or at least now, right? Because I know we talked all about it on FSG about how you know, comparing the original launch version yeah, yeah, of the yeah. game, you know, but so like, now, you look yeah. at it, yeah, you look at it on, on Series X or PS5 now, and it runs really well. Oh, yeah, 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 compared to the Steam Deck, yeah, and also, it's it's also very cheap over there, very often. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty sure, so. I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass, no? Yeah, no, it is, because it's, yeah, 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 it's on Game yeah, Pass. Very maybe, you can play yeah. it for free. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, well, that's yeah, the other go. thing, right? Those are your options. Maybe even PC players that are playing it are playing it on Game Pass and not on Steam Deck, right? Because it's cheap. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, shout out to Dredge on this list, by the way. Um, glad to see that game get some some love. I saw that that they announced some post launch content and some some paid DLC coming soon. So I'm quite looking forward to digging back into that game. Uh, so yeah, that's a good game on the list. Um, just a just a good list of good games. Monster Hunter Rise always good to see. Uh, Red Dead Two. I'm surprised that runs well. I know they recently had, like made it work on the Steam Deck, but yeah, interesting. I know. It's 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 kind of nuts um that it runs as well as it does but i don't know i mean i think the thing i love the most about this list is i love how many old games are on it that's something i've always appreciated about pc is i feel like games like have way longer tails and like mm -hmm. people get to them when they get to them and there's the sales and everything like there's always a time to jump into something old right 
but it's like you look at this right the number four game is stardew valley like that's awesome right like yeah. that's a super Great. old game yeah. beloved though right resident evil 4 grand theft um grand theft auto 5 red dead redemption 2 cyberpunk hades you know no man's sky binding of isaac witcher 3 elder scrolls uh fallout 4 persona 5 royal dead cell these are all old games some mm-hmm. more than others some are only like two three years old but none yeah. of them are new you know and no. like some of them are very old right like witcher 3 is that was a launch title practically on the ps4 yeah. you know like 20 20 like 15 or something like that, i think it was yeah. uh, but also you have to you have to uh you have to see things like hogwarts legacy resident evil 4 being up there um you know there are some games but yeah it is mostly like but i guess also that's just the 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 steam deck i guess isn't it is it probably can't play those games as well as people would like them to and the games that are on there are sort of it's good that they do play well also i feel like what i like about this list all the time is it shows how versatile the steam deck is in that like you i don't know if you i don't know if you actually might have just said that i've just taken it out of my mind but yeah like you say old games new games pixel art indies fucking elden ring hogwarts legacy like you know Two of the biggest years of the last of last year. Last year, when did Hogwarts come out? This year, like big, this one of the year. biggest games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two of the biggest games. Uh, Resident Evil Four. Like you know, there's a huge variety, and the Steam Deck is the only place that lets you play all of these in a handheld format. I mean, actually, it might even be is anything on here exclusive to PC. I don't uh, think so. So the only so the Xbox can play all of these games think yes okay so yeah then handheld only whatever um yeah it's but just, still it's just a good place it's yeah a good place to play games yeah i mean I, increasingly i you know it, it's it's a platform i've really enjoyed to be on since i got into it and i think it's like consistently a really great place to play mm-hmm. um but you know it's like you look at the evolution of these features and little by little i think that's the most exciting thing about the steam deck is feeling like you're part of something and that you see that growth month to month and that you get to be a part of the ebb and flow of it all, you know? Yeah. All right, gang. So if you want to be a part of the ebb and flow of it all here at Flipscreen Games, remember, there's a bunch of ways you can get involved. Head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website where you can find a dozen plus ways to get involved, share your support, join the community, write into the show. However you choose to get involved, we really appreciate you guys spending some time with us this week and tuning in for another episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. For the crew, I've been Pete. He's been Max. We'll see you next week. Bye.